0: Welcome to Story Smack. Hello, my name's A Kovacs, audiobook narrator and founding partner at Empty Set Entertainment. And
1: I am Scott Sigler, New York Times bestselling novelist and a fucking hate pikes.
0: <laughs> and this is episode nineteen of Story Smack, the podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. In this episode, we are obviously talking about Snatch. Yes, but that's actually not the only thing we have going on.
1: No, we're talking about the two nah, the Year 2000 movie by Guy Ritchie, which he wrote and directed and stars a whole bunch of great people. And with us today are my two nephews who have come to San Diego to visit. Caden, how are you? Good, how are you? And Tyler? I'm great. They are both uh, football players at the University of Wheaton. Wheaton Wheaton. University? Yeah. Uh, and Weeton uh, Wheaton College or University? Wheaton College. Wheaton yeah. College. And Wheaton College shows you what a great I was going to say, like, the
0: University of Wheaton's <laughs> yeah. not a thing. Right? I have no <laughs>
1: idea about my nephew's secondary education. Yeah. I'm clueless in this. In Although
0: this you did take over their education about Guy Ritchie movie early yes. uh, to. 2000 yes. Guy Ritchie movies. Yes. True.
1: So what we wanted to do with this episode is usually it's A&I and we're, now we're just branching into the world of having guests on this podcast, but right. we always talk about our favorite movies and usually it's the 20th or 25th or 30th anniversary of, of a random movie. Uh, and this time we thought we would bring in some young guns and get a different perspective <laughs> Because I'm, I'm very crotchety about movies. Very crotchety about movies. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure movies. if it's because I have exceptional taste or I'm just fucking old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which of the two it is. Oh my gosh, your grandparents are going to kill me because I swore on this podcast in front of you right now. Although to be fair, on the first podcast that your mother
0: was on, you said your mother didn't really like to hear you swear. Yeah. And then you said, isn't that right, mom? And she said, sure, shit is. And I, I was quite shocked. I'm not going to lie.
1: So we're going to talk about Snatch. If you haven't seen Snatch, there's going to be a ton of spoilers in this. It is Guy Ritchie's second movie. The first was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which was out a couple years before. Uh, he's very Quentin Tarantino-esque. I assume mm-hmm. heavily influenced by Quentin Tarantino, but I don't know that for sure. But they're very similar directorial style. And it's a great time to do a Guy Ritchie joint because he's got that new King Arthur movie that's coming out shortly. Mm. You guys is Vinnie know Jones in that? that? I don't know if Vinnie Jones is in that, no. No, but I think uh, that's a
0: hallmark of a good Guy Ritchie movie.
1: The guy from Sons of Anarchy is in it.
0: Oh, Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy? No,
1: that long haired dude.
2: Yeah, blonde, long hair. Is that him? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Well, well he's, he's, a, he's
2: not the actor, he's a, a character.
1: In he's a character. The, the actor who plays that, who is also in Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. uh, is in that. So great. So now we're talking about Guy Ritchie, and this is supposed to be Guy Ritchie's big comeback because he has made some stinkers in the past few years. Just <laughs> He's trying to make the same kind of movie, it just hasn't worked out. But Snatch, in my opinion, is an absolute classic. First of all, uh, A. Kovacs, your reactions for, overall reactions for Snatch?
0: Uh, You know, Snatch is a great movie. There are things that are really fantastic about it. It's one of the first times that Brad, it's 2000, so Brad Pitt's already a movie star by Mm -hmm. then. And it's one of the first times that he branches out in a, oh my goodness, he's not. He's not just pretty to look at. He's not just hardworking. Mm -hmm. He's not just like, he's a really, really good actor. And he's a really good comedic actor. And I think he doesn't get a lot of credit for that. And this is one of the first times that he shows up and he's fantastic how he understands the sort of traveling Irish gypsy pikey, uh, language and, and syntax and all that other stuff. I have no idea, but he does a great job. he's He's an actor. No, he, doesn't well, that's just cre- he doesn't
1: get any credit for being an actor because right. he was ripped in that movie too in Snatch. Yeah, was. He was just yeah. ripped.
0: Yeah, and then there is a, so he plays a bare-knuckle boxer, yep. but that is sort of the least um, surprising thing about his performance, right? Because he's super cut, you'd expect that. He's covered mm-hmm. in tattoos. You see that again, both those things again in Fight Club. So you get, you get that, but or is Fight Club first? Fight Club's first, I think. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. sort of see the, this commonality, but then all of a sudden he's He's he plays the the stooge right. He's supposed to be the Pike He's supposed to be this really dumb guy, but he's really playing everybody in the yeah. in the set. So that's I think it was great, and I think he's the best performance, except for maybe Vinny
1: Jones. Vinny Jones so is great. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. Vinny Jones. Tyler, also mm-hmm. known as T Bird from the old days as a as a young lad. What were your thoughts on Snatch? Overall thoughts?
2: Uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Uh, it's a lot different from the movies coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um, like like you said, a lot less shaky cam, which seem to not enjoy I
1: can't it as much stand it. i can't stand this stuff uh we've grown up we've,
2: every movie we've seen that's been released since we've been alive well since we've been able to understand movies since we've been alive have had all kinds of shaky cam there wasn't any
1: and does shaky cam bother you
2: no i mean i'm used you're, to it you're used to it that's yeah. what a and i talked
1: about in many many i don't like... even
2: notice it until you say something about it during a movie um but i i really liked it i like characters that are uh portrayed for you to hate and so i really enjoyed bricktop uh, yeah, just because yeah. the whole time you kind of have this distaste towards him. You're like, oh, this guy's a jerk. Uh, he was my favorite character just he was, because
1: uh, he ran game. the
2: show. Yeah. But, uh, I liked it a lot. Like we talked about, uh, I did fall asleep for a <laughs> of movie. We did,
1: we did get up and go fishing at 5am yeah. and we wound up watching snatch almost at midnight. So
2: yeah, yeah, that was a tough representation of actually if I liked the movie or not, but it was, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot.
3: Kaden, what did you think? I liked the movie too. I also fell asleep towards the end. <laughs> we were very tired, and the couch is pretty comfortable. So, um, as, as far as the movie goes, I I thought it was good. I liked the action. Uh, I really liked the ending. I thought, you know, they kind of brought all those storylines together well. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really know that where they were going through through the middle with following that plot with the diamond. I didn't really know how that was going to factor in, and then okay. they brought it all together at the end, which was good. Um, I thought, like like I said. Brad Pitt as a, as a fighter was was very good. I, I thought he was hilarious in the in the pikey role. And I also uh, I really liked Frankie uh, Frankie Fourfingers. He was Frankie Fourfingers. Yeah. Benicio, Benicio yeah. Del Toro plays yeah. Frankie Fourfingers.
1: Ruby, there's a lot of things that you don't know. <laughs> and I can't
0: say I sh- I wish I could say but I I can't remember how famous Benicio Del Toro was in 2000. I'm going to guess not a new actor.
1: No, he was on the up. Uh, I, don't, I don't have his yeah. uh, filmography in front of me. We just saw right?
3: him in, uh, what, what was that? Uh, the movie about the cartel? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's really good in that. He's, he's yeah. really good in that. He's fantastic. Yeah.
0: But back then, it's it was surprising to me, um, if I'm remembering correctly, because it's been a million years since I first saw it, it was surprising to me that he died.
3: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Spoiler alert, again, a yeah, little late. Spoiler but, alert, um, right, yeah, spoiler alert, that's fine, yeah. But it, because he was a big enough star and such up until that moment in the plot, you know, that doesn't, it still doesn't happen very often. It happens in your writing, Scott, but mm-hmm. it doesn't happen a ton where you're like, okay, I get this. I'm following this guy. I'm following this guy. Well, that is not how I thought that would yeah. for now. Yeah. I'm like, oops, totally yeah. dead. And then yeah. you think he's not really dead, but then they shove him in the trunk and you're like, he's, no, no, he's, he's definitely, sure that he's is dead. Dead. him under the tea cozy on his
1: Yeah. He's spectacular in it. He is a real show stealer and so much talent in this one. Um, Tarantino, I think, is for all the things he's got going, he has no credit for his physicality. I've talked about this in podcasts in the old days when we did the Friday Fix. He does a movie called *Sparta*, where his fight choreography and his performances is lights out. He's an awesome physical fight actor. *Fight Club*, *Sparta*, and in *Snatch*. And I remember watching Snatch when it first came out, and my buddy Bernie and I, we had to rewind it to watch his first knockout punch for the big guy. And when we rewound it, we slowed it down like it was just, everything was perfect. The punch lands, it just happens so fast, but he puts it right on the jaw button. And everything he does in this movie is is so good. This movie, Guy Ritchie style, is like Tarantino, where there's several different disparate story threads that all come crashing together at the end, or a Seinfeld episode That same approach, like how are they possibly going to tie all these things together? These guys are all completely different, but they do bring it all together. So the fight choreography is really good in Snatch. And you're right, there's no shaky cam.
0: Yeah. There's some trippy stuff. It is interesting. So, Caden, do you notice the shaky cam?
3: Yeah, I've noticed it before, before, when you guys mentioned it. I, I like the shaky cam. I think it adds an element of, like, gives it more action- I'm just more saying, action-y feel.
0: we talk about this all the time. And as you know, your who, uncle, who hates, are these kids you let in here? I don't, I don't know these hates shaking him. And my argument is like you said, uh, if you, if that is all, you know, then you don't, you're not offended by it, right. which is, I think. And the other thing I think is you guys play a lot more video games and always mm. have in your life than we did. Not that we don't play video games, but you know, that happened to us in our teenage-ish years, right. and so that action is quite different too. And mm. I think they're similar—the the shaky cam and 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 video game action, which is why stodgy old man over there <laughs> hates the shaky cam.
1: I, hate, I always feel—I personally feel like it's lazy film directing because I grew up in an era with actual fight choreography, and you could see, you could follow the what's happening. And lately, they just move the camera all around. It's, well, it's crazy. There's crazy action going on, and it's a substitute for actual hard work, in my yeah. opinion. But, but it doesn't seem
3: bother you guys at all. I feel like it can be overdone. Yeah. If, yeah. if it's just crazy and you can't see what's going on, you know, there's some fight scenes like where you we can't even tell what's happening. Yeah, who's hitting who? Does that
1: bother you if you can't tell what's yeah. happening?
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I,
2: yeah. I haven't noticed it. I mean, it's hard. It's it's like I said, we watch every movie with it, so sometimes you don't even notice it. You're just like, oh, this is just another fight scene.
0: Right. And I think that's why it bothers you, Scott, so much is that you. You, I mean, I hate to say this because you sound like a million years old, but like I remember back in the day when, when, when was there wasn't kid. even the technology to do that because yeah. it it isn't that it isn't the cameraman literally shaking the camera. It's a device that does that in a in a manageable for your eyes way. So, yeah, I know. so yeah, controlled manner. So you know, it's a, definitely a choice that I wonder if folks who are really used to shaking Ham, if it was a slowed down enough so that you could see every punch land and see every step and see every piece of choreography, you'd be like, oh my God, this is so slow.
1: This is the slowest yeah. fight scene I've ever seen in a million years. If oh you my guys, God, I'm going to die. If you guys want to see an, uh, some absolutely amazing fight scenes and you haven't seen Sparta, go back and watch Sparta or go watch Sparta and watch Brad Pitt whoop ass in Sparta. He's and not quite to put awesome. too fine a point on the
0: physicality, Brad Pitt's physicality and ability to do that. There's also a movie called Burn After Reading. It came out in like 2007, 2008 at the Coen Brothers comedy. Mm-hmm. And... Whether or not you like the Coen Brothers, you might not like the movie, but it—he plays a—he owns a gym franchise, mm-hmm. and he's super tweaker, like he's really cut, and he's got like a blonde streak dyed in his dark hair, and he wears Adidas like, sweat sweatsuits all the time, and he's always running, and he's always talking, and he's always chewing gum, and he's like talking on the phone and running on the treadmill because it's his gym, and it's oh, and he's movie, frenetic yeah. and fantastic, and uh, <laughs> doesn't—that is another where he—he's on top in snatch, maybe not so much in burn after eating, but both worth seeing.
1: So let's talk about this movie. And the, we'll go through the movie. And one of the unique things about this, like a Quentin Tarantino movie, is it's, it's five or six completely separate stories. And they're all basically character studies. So what Guy Ritchie's trying to do in both the script and the directing is get you to fall in love with these characters right out of the gate. So we open up with Benicio Del Toro playing the part of a Hasidic Jew in a diamond shop where he, he gets in and they're having a long-winded argument about whether Adam and Eve is a literal story or a figurative story. And then it's very, it's very slow-paced and odd. We're watching it all through security cameras. And then when the violence starts, Guy Ritchie gets in with the music too. So they're, ro- they're robbing the diamond joint. And there's a ton of just excellent music. I won't go into detail on in the music because I haven't looked it up at all, but it's just fantastic. A lot of great 70s-esque little funk, little guitar work. But every time there's an action scene that is punctuated by music you wouldn't normally hear in a story, they get in there and they steal a diamond as big as your fist. And then all of the 86 carats, flawless. And Mm. all the betrayal gets going. And then we meet Boris the Blade, Mm. who is played by, I can't even pronounce this guy's, this dude's name, Raid. Here you go, Caden, you give that a
3: shot. Raid Serbegia. Raid Serbegia,
1: who is (laughs) phenomenal. Everybody's so good in this, which is a hallmark of Guy Ritchie, in my opinion. This is before Guy Ritchie hit the drugs, which I have no idea if it hit the drugs. But you watch Lock, Stock, Two Small and the Snatch. Drugs. He
0: did marry Madonna, though, and that, so that, that, that must have been yeah, a bunch of just, yeah. sent things. things
1: <laughs> off in a different direction because he cool. might have
0: had other things. Buying <laughs> for his focus, yeah.
1: let's say it, it, equal to doing drugs. His mm-hmm. later movies follow the same pattern, but they just don't. They don't seem to have the connection. Um, and then we get into uh, we get into Brad Pitt fucking Pikes. I have to buy a caravan for a month, and you can't you can't understand what he's saying. How did, were you guys able to process most of what he was saying or no? no. Yeah, I, I was
2: I picked up on it pretty quickly. Okay. but no it, clue what he was saying. It's contextual too. So you just kinda, con, it is yeah.
1: contextual. First time I watched it there in the DVD, there is a pikey. A subtitle: You can no, turn on really. an, an option just when the Pikes are talking, you can hear what they're saying, and it's it's uh, it's pretty great.
0: Technically, they're uh, they're travelers. That's the technical gypsies. They're travelers. They're uh, in, in Ireland. Those people who
1: you would fucking Fucking It's Called, called fucking hate Pikes. <laughs> travelers. And of course, Jason Statham is probably the lead actor in this, and this is Jason Statham's first big movie. Turkish. Turkish. Because after this, he did Transporter, which now in this movie. Of course, he's a huge action star now, and he makes he'll yeah. he'll obviously yeah. do any movie for a check. Surprised. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. But in this movie, he's got an overcoat on the whole time. You never see him take his shirt off,
2: and he never punches anyone,
1: and he never doesn't. He hits yeah. one guy with a bat. That's oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And then after this, we're like, oh, that dude's really cool. Well, Transporter, this looks cool. You watch Transporter, and he's just pow. He's yeah. just yeah. cut up, and it, that's an The action scenes in Transporter are just straight out of Hong Kong, crazy. There's one scene where he completely greases himself up from head to toe and he's, so guys can't get a grip on him. He's hitting him with pipes. It's just, I remember watching it, just being amazed. Like, is this the same guy? This is crazy. And apparently <laughs> awesome. he liked that. Cause all he's done is every so, yeah. We only know, up.
2: we only know Jason Statham as a, killer, as an action a fighter. Star, yeah. Right. We don't know. We, that was the first time I've ever seen a movie with him where he doesn't.
1: And did that surprise you to see him? In yeah, a role like yeah this?
2: absolutely. When we, first, when he was first introduced in the movie, I was like, okay, this guy is going to be for sure the enforcer. He's going to hit somebody. He's yep. going to they obviously take his shirt off flex, but he didn't at all the whole movie. So I was a little, I was like, Oh, all right. Well, this is a little different. This so. is a little
1: different. This is a little different. So we're all, um,
0: yeah. and just as a side note, he and Vinnie Jones grew up together, went to the oh, elementary school, played football wow. together.
1: Yeah. And Vinnie Jones is a, uh, premier soccer player. The bullet tooth, Tony,
2: yeah, bullet tooth Tony yeah.
1: played in the English premier league really? at the highest levels. I, I think for Wimbledon, I think Wimbledon is no longer a franchise, but there's a great shot of Vinny. Look up Vinnie Jones ball grab. He was just the dirtiest player. He was so dirty. And there's a great shot of him where he's standing. He's standing. There's a guy right behind him. And Vinny Jones is like looking downfield as if nothing is happening. And his right hand is reaching back and just a full on grab of the guy behind him. is <laughs> nuts. <laughs> and the guy behind him is like, oh, he's just, it's an amazing piece of sports photography. He was just so dirty and he's very mean.
4: Yeah. And Jason Statham is also in, uh, he plays...
1: How big of a part is bacon? It's
0: not a super big part. It's it's. But it's again, Ritchie knows Guy Ritchie knows Vinnie Jones and Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham know each other, mm-hmm. and they're they're the the. Oh, they're mates. Well, and Guy Ritchie talks about like they're sort of the, the the street level feel that he wants for his stories. So he and I think correctly cast both of them in both in both movies. They they bring that that fast paced kind of London. I don't want to say street urchin because they're all grownups, but that London underbelly
1: kind of feel to it. And the eloquent dialogue of the London underbelly. Everybody, every comment is, boy, diagram that sentence. That was absolutely amazing. It was so eloquent (laughs) with three or four fucks thrown in uh, for good measure. Uh, So Jason Statham plays Turkish. He's a fight promoter and he wants to buy a caravan, which is a trailer. And so he sends his buddy, uh, Tommy. He sends Tommy to buy a trailer from the Jibos, from the uh, the Pikes, And we meet Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt sells him a shit trailer that with, falls he's apart. He's with Gorgeous George. He's with Gorgeous way, George. He's this huge bare-knuckles boxer. Yeah. And Gorgeous George is supposed to fight in a fight co-arranged by Turkish and Bricktop, which we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wind up. The trailer gets ruined. So uh, Tommy decides in his highly intelligent brain he's going to book Gorgeous Gorge in a bare-knuckles boxing match with Brad Pitt. Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George, who's, who's not three, gorgeous.
2: Three times the size three of three times, Pitt, yeah, yeah, three
1: times. And uh, Brad Pitt uh, knocks, gets beat up a little bit before he actually starts to fight. And then he gets, he knocks out Gorgeous George with one punch, yep. breaks his jaw. So and... I, have, I,
0: have, I have to break in and ask you guys. Uh, so you guys are on the same football team at Wheaton, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is, is there a, a plethora of nicknames on your team? Oh, yeah. Because so far we've been talking about Turkish, Bacon, Gorgeous George, Bricktop. <laughs> yeah. We don't Who's have that. Even though last, last week on this cast, I decided I was going to call you Hot Dog. I can't remember why, but I was going <laughs> to call you remember. Hot Dog. I mean, yeah. Was, what yeah. about you guys?
3: When I first came into Wheaton as a freshman, I had to learn three names for everyone. I had to learn their first name, their last name, <laughs> and their nickname, because mm-hmm. everyone had... Everyone has a nickname. And everyone and calls his? each other. I'm I'm just Caden, S- L- little Sigler or Sigler. I'm, yeah, so I'm Siggy.
0: Siggy? Siggy. Interesting. Uh, okay. Sigler.
2: I don't get called by my first name, overly. Really? really? Yeah. And then... Uh, And then, yeah, all of our buddies just seem to have different nicknames.
0: Well, Uh, I remember you guys last night talking about
1: Scuzz. Or when we were watching the movie a couple nights ago. It's Kaden's pal's name is Scuzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: He's from (laughs) Scuzzville, USA, right? Yeah. Also known as Greenville, Michigan, Michigan, where I lived for a little while. That's that's where he got that nickname. What are some uh, of the
1: other great uh, nicknames in the team for boys?
2: I'd have to think.
0: Pretty soon there's going to be a brick top. I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> Next big I, lineman. I have a
2: buddy, Nick. His last name is Blazik, So everybody calls him the Blaze. Yeah, that's a, it's a, that's a good one. Pretty pretty laid back one. Then there's a guy named uh, so Chris Spielman, the linebacker for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. His son Noah Spielman plays uh, defensive line at Wheaton, and he's maybe maybe six foot five eleven, probably two hundred eighty pounds. So he's a pretty wide mm-hmm. guy, and everybody his nickname is Speedy, which is. Really ironic because he's really slow. and uh, <laughs> so Everybody calls him Speedy. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Yeah, I can't. Do you guys have a nickname for Petway? Uh, big Red is Petway. Yeah. Okay, that's, and that's self-given, I think, a little bit. He's a big redheaded he's a big, Southern, Southern man. Yeah, well,
1: I'm like, not surprised you guys gravitate to nicknames though. I've never—I've called literally in my in my family, you only use someone's actual name if you want them to do something or they're or, in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: and it. it's the reason that I ask is it's such a strange thing for me because you can't really nickname a. Freaking one-letter name, like it doesn't—it's not a thing, really. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of nicknames, um, but I also think that it, for the movie, it creates this feeling of camaraderie, even yeah. though they're divergent groups. Like Turkish doesn't know every all the right. other nick, but mm-hmm. you sort of feel, as the viewer, you sort of feel like, oh, I get this whole tableau, mm-hmm. which is the same thing that happens on the football team. Like yeah. watching yeah. you guys interact with each other on a personal level. Is different than me watching the game, mm-hmm. but you can tell like even if it's somebody for I, like we saw last September we saw you we saw Tyler play. Um, you were out injured, right? Something with your yeah, foot yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we could tell like you had a personal relationship with. Somebody on the other team, like you, clearly played with them a lot, and there was mm-hmm. like a skirmish or whatever. And then you went and glad handed and whatever. And I yeah. think that's the sort of thing that that feeling of that tableau you get a lot in this mm-hmm. underbelly kind of environment of snatch, which is the reason I was asking. And I think that helps the viewer kind of understand the level of interaction and dependency. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's it's great coloration too. It's character styling because there's probably a Tyler, a dozen Tylers in movies. There's a dozen Cadens. Mm-hmm. There's many many Scots. There's only one dug the head. There's only one. There's only one brick top. There's only one bullet tooth. Gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous right. George. Gorgeous right. George. So he's by by giving nicknames, he's able to immediately crystallize a character, and you've never heard of that before. Right. Like brick top, you're like, what the hell does that name mean? Yeah, I right. was going to say
2: too. I I forgot about one nickname. I only have one friend who calls me this nickname. Uh, so my birth name is Irvin, named after your dad and mm-hmm. my dad, who's your brother. And uh, it my real name's Irvin. And so I, he saw my driver's license and was like, oh, your real name's Irvin. And so, and but he said Irving, so he added a G on the end of it. Mm-hmm. So every time he would say Irving, he would add a G jokingly. And so finally, I was like, all right, dude, there's no G in the name. <laughs> and so his nickname for me now, he just puts as many G's as he can in the name Irving. <laughs> so he says Gergvaging every time. <laughs> and so that's my roommate, John, John Calloway. But that's, uh, that's probably the worst nickname I have. <clears> throat> strictly, throat> that's a lot. Strictly either- said to, to try and irritate me and yeah. get me angry. Does it work? Oh yeah, <laughs> really yeah. well.
0: And I know you, uh, your uh, lifelong friends call you Sig.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, call me Sig. But when I was a little kid, in our family it was Scooter, Scatman, Brains.
2: <laughs> there was Scooter, Brains. I've heard that one. I, I,
1: I, I only if I actually heard the word Scott, I just freeze up immediately. I knew the jig was up. I was done. I was How done much, for. I'm gonna keep trying to make hot dog happen. You, Well, you do it too. I don't know if it's because you've hung up with my mom a couple times, but uh, if things get testy around the office or I'm looking at bass pedals online for my bass guitar when you, instead when of you working. Say,
0: when you say, I need a hardcore like hour, don't interrupt me, I'm <laughs> yeah. writing. And yeah. then you're shopping online and for bass pedals. Then I'll hear the director director of
1: them go, Scott Sigler. And I'm like, oh, and I have that flashback <laughs> so I was a little kid. You only got, you know, the, the first name, the full name is only used when you are really, really screwing up. Well, Scott's my middle name, so I get the, yeah. the same thing time I Sigler. hear. You get the full thing? Yep. Oh, yeah, well not, when, you're, when, when you're,
3: your middle name's included. You're oh,
1: when, you're, when your grandma run. would say Scott Carl Sigler, it was just, I might as well just go to my room. Run, it's just done. run, go yeah. for a run. It'd be, better to be, it'd be better to be alone in the woods <laughs> than face up to what is coming. <laughs> so we, uh, Brad Pitt wins this fight. And uh, Frankie Fourfingers runs into a certain demise, and he does not do well. He's a serious gambling addiction. And uh, Guy Ritchie uses a lot of fast vignettes in this. Yeah, so every time they mention gambling for Frankie Fourfingers, there's Viva Las Vegas and a lot yeah. of still shots of him being all sweaty and drunk and smoking. <laughs> uh, and it's just the stuff he does with that is is pretty brilliant. And then Boris the Blade winds up walking around with the, with the Frankie four fingers hand. We don't know if it was the one with four fingers or not. They never tell us that. Yep. Yeah. And then we watch Turkish go through this stumbling effort to try and find a fighter to replace uh, Gorgeous George. He winds up getting Brad Pitt to come in and as a, uh, M- M- Brett, Mickey? Mickey. Yeah. Mickey. And Mickey winds up getting booked into several bare knuckles fights and hilarity ensues. And yes. we find out later that Mickey's been running the game all mm. along. But uh, and then it's just all of these stories collide close to the end. He does a weird thing at the end where at one minute, one hour and ten minutes in, he goes out of order, and all of a sudden you have this linear story being told, and then things are told
3: right, flash sideways, flashback,
1: and it all kind of comes together, and that's pretty cool too. And he just totally seemed to be Guy Ritchie. In my opinion, it's a brilliant movie. He's totally on top of his game here, so this may be his his best hallmark.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this and. It's is a bookend to Lockstock and two smoking barrels. Yes. They're his sort of love letter to the to the I think the London he wanted to exist or whatever. But I also think that the Pikey you see this a lot and you see it in a lot of movies, you see it in real life too, where you make a decision about somebody based on how they present mm-hmm. and that whole time Mickey O'Neill is playing them. Yeah. But but he's just letting everybody believe like sure yeah no i'll i'll knock him out in the fourth no problem i'll do it, whatever <laughs> and he never says yes he just is like yeah let's go let's it's a go. lot of let's a go. lot of let's shrugging
1: go. Yeah. yeah, a lot of shrug and Then hold down. While I move my arms a little bit so everybody <laughs> can see how ripped off, ripped I am. Yeah. And all his tats. He's all yes, tattooed up. Yeah. So, sweet so tats. great. It's my. It's I think that is my favorite Brad Pitt role too. And a you know, huge a Brad role. Pitt fan. I like yeah. just like everything he's ever done. So we get to the end of the movie, and the end of the movie is a bookend. Matches the opening scene. Matches the ending scene. Because in the opening scene we see Turkish and Tommy talking to someone who turns out to be Doug the Head, and of course we got Dennis Franzia who's amazing in this too. Doug, you big, fat, bald fuck. Sit down. Um, and that's that's pretty much... I mean, it's just such a crazy movie. It's hard to go through in detail and talk about it. So let's go to characters. A.K., your favorite character in this movie.
0: I don't know. I think uh, Cousin Avi... I think Dennis Farina is...
1: Farina. Uh, I said Franzia. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: but I think his character is interesting because of how... Um, proscribed and precise it is like mm-hmm. he's got one job and that's all he's has for he's not gonna help Turkish do any he's not gonna help anybody do anything mm-hmm. until he's gonna get his so I love that but for me of course it's Mickey he's Mickey yeah he's okay. pulling every string that you don't know literally until the very the moment he ghosts and and then you're like oh that
1: was pretty that was pretty good Tyler T-Bird
2: uh, I said earlier that I liked uh, the other guy but I like uh, Doug the Head a lot I think he's hilarious <laughs> he's just because really he's a brilliant character he's yeah he's He's fake, a fake Jew, mm-hmm. to help his business, and I don't know. I loved all the scenes that he was included in. He made me crack up.
1: He's an excellent straight man in this. Oh yeah, he was, he was a target for, uh, de- for um, what did cousin Abby? He was target for cousin yeah, Abby's yeah. rage, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Caden.
3: I like Mickey as well. I thought he was the the role as a pikey was pretty hilarious. I mean, you can't really understand anything he's saying, but <laughs> despite that. His acting in it, Brad Pitt was played it, played the role perfectly, and so I really liked him. And,
1: uh, if you after you've watched it ten times, you understand all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm just, just I didn't pick up on it at all. Yeah. Just letting you know, you will
3: eventually understand. I just it. gave up after I Minnie's mean, mumbling.
1: looking at the size of him. and you know
0: that that uh, is is notoriously a terrible Pikey accent.
1: I, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know that particular <laughs> oh, culture oh, from guys? anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mine? Yeah. No, 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 no. no Brad Pitt's. Oh, Brad really? Pitt's yeah. is,
0: is, and it was like one, like a sort of a raspberry type award where. You're kidding. Oh yeah. Like, uh, either the guardian or the independent, I guess the independent. I like, I, yeah. One of the worst on screen Irish accents ever.
1: Okay. But they, the, so the pikeys are Irish. Is that, well, I guess yes. Mickey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But they, I'm sure, they have their own culture after traveling around England for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of that's what's neat about watching this as an American is we're completely mm-hmm. we have no idea whether anything's accurate or not, so we just assume everything is right on the money. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. and the Amer- American like, oh yeah, it's great, it's great. <laughs> yeah. He did a great job. here's he an award for that. Now
1: I'm sad. He got a Raspberry
0: Award. for that. No, Let's he didn't say. get. I don't think he got a Razzie oh. but he got like it was named one of the worst the worst Irish ang- I Now I'm doing the things you didn't know about Snatch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: gummit This is the first episode we've had where I don't have a list of things you did not know about Snatch. Well, and
0: that's one of the things you did not know. About I did snatch. not.
1: So there we have a list of. One thing. Two.
0: Also, you didn't know that uh, Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham grew up together.
1: You know what? This is great. So every episode no. now clearly wealth has
0: wealth of useless information. Clearly about has Smash. to have
1: things you did not know. So I'm glad you have validated that bit for us after yeah. objecting to it for so long. So now it's canon. There's nothing yeah. we can do. It's out of our control. I did like how Kazanavi um Dennis Farina plays a lot of gangster movies. Serena Karina, sh- I'll, I will never get it right. I should get a raspberry for this. He's played in a ton of gangster movies, and he's always a total, he's a total hard ass. He's the guy who will hit yeah. you with the gun and shoot you and whatever. Yeah. And in this one, Kazanavi, he only touches a gun once with disastrous results, but he's perfectly happy to let Bullet Tooth Tony go. So it's hard to choose. For me, it's hard to choose between Vinnie Jones, who is just absolutely amazing. If you guys haven't seen Lock, Stock, and Two Swinging Barrels, you should watch that. He's great in that. But I think Boris the Blade. Boris the Blade is my favorite. He's heavy. Heavy is solid. Solid is reliable. Selling guns that don't work to people. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Boris the bullet dodger. Why do they call him Boris the bullet dodger? Because he dodges bullets, Avi.
2: <laughs> Got shot six times and survived, right? That was, was the story with
1: him. It was so great. Uh, so that's pretty much, I don't know what else we have to say about this movie.
0: I mean, too bad you didn't bring 25 things you didn't know I about. I guess
1: I should have put that in there. I have now established that uh, the children formerly known as my nephews, like Shaky Cam, <laughs> so I am I'm, I am out on an island in the mo- world of movie watching just me and my high school buddies bitching about shaky cam that's yeah. all I'm yeah. watching. you and need
3: I to mean, be more progressive yeah
1: I do I gotta open, open yeah. it up a little bit
0: I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess that you bitch about shaky cam more than your boys do it's possible. it's possible. You bitch about shaky cam more than everyone
2: Or maybe you just voice it more than you're...
1: Yeah. I, than you, you know, know what? I'm, fr- I'm in touch with my emotions, Tyler, <laughs> and I feel free to express myself in any situation.
0: Especially which, when it has to do with shaky cam. Which, which
1: may is. surprise you, A, that I feel free to express myself.
0: It does. I'm sure everyone listening is like, really? Because wow. he's normally so reserved. He's a very
3: expressive man. He's I, in I am. touch with his feminine side. I am. All fully. my sides. All yeah. my
1: all side. sides. All, so, all seven. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> since we have the youngest people we've ever had on the show... Uh, episode 19 the only
3: people besides us we've had in the show. We're going to do now is going to put you boys in the spot. Right now what is your favorite movie? Caden. Ooh, favorite movie. I'm a big comedy guy. I really love Will Ferrell. Uh probably if I had to pick any Will Ferrell movie I really really liked The Other Guys. I thought that was the other hilarious. Guys? Yeah. Uh, if not that then Step Brothers that's a classic. Gator's got to get his gat.
1: I love Gator, The Other Guys.
3: Gator's got to get his gat. <laughs>
1: it's just such a great yeah, great, it's a- great movie. T.
2: Uh I have a couple. I mean me and my roommates at college uh, are absolutely diehard Disney Pixar fans. Anything, Is that right? yeah, whatever Yeah, for whatever reason, we all just kind of got hooked this semester. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like recently, probably the best movie I've seen recently. I like Moana, which was the movie, the Hawaiian movie. Okay, I love that. Uh, really, that's really sort of surprising. It. It's yeah. shocking. <laughs> and, yeah. 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 and then, yeah. but like on the other spectrum of like an actual an actual favorite movie of mine, uh, I love the movie Whiplash. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Who's
0: in that one? Uh, uh, G- he won an Oscar. J. Yeah, what's his last name? J-R. Uh, it's the Bald jazz Oh, the drummer music. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you've seen that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. All right. this is, movie. And this is fascinating. So, this is uh, stereotyping. Uh, you guys can't, you can probably hear from Tyler's voice. He's a large fella. He's 6'4, 210 these days, somewhere. 220. Yeah. 220. And uh, you probably hang out with a bunch of other giant dudes on the football mm-hmm. team. And they love Pixar movies. Oh, Moana's die hard. up there. Diehard Pixar movie fans. We would we'll, have never guessed maybe, that in a million maybe years. Maybe we
0: should watch Moana. <laughs> I guess Moana? we
1: should. I, mo, yeah.
2: It's good. I mean, th- well, the music, the and it's it. awesome. The rock plays a great character, the super egotistical, uh, big, I mean, he's, he's like a, a uh, God essentially. I he's also really read cool today guy. that
1: the rock is considering a run for president in 2020. Mm. Mm. I'll be hard pressed not to vote for the rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: JK Simmons,
1: JK Simmons, Simmons yes. won an Oscar. Who's for now rash. in a TV show called Bosch. Yeah. And is that the one our, our friend is producing? No. She's I got, got nothing. A, he's in another
3: one coming out. We won't another, get, into that. We'll get into that. Another later. great movie is Shooter. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Who's no, in that's that? Good. Uh, uh, who's the lead actor in that? I'm pretty sure Wahlberg, right? Yeah. yeah. It was oh, Mark the sniper Wahlberg? movie? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um that 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 was my favorite movie for a long time. Is there the Shaky Cam and Shooter? Kate? There's yes. a lot of Shaky Cam and yes. Shooter. Of course there is. <laughs> God damn it. I love the Shaky Cam. I'm so mad. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> what we have
0: to do is like Sit you on the on the ca- the couch at the office. The couch at the office is is right in front of the wall sized T V projector yeah. thing. So we have yes. to sit you there, put the giant TV screen on and like wait make you
1: hold Clockwork orange.
0: Like make you hold the uh, <laughs> kettlebells or something, weigh down your hands. I mean just make you sit there and deal with it until you get over your I was
2: your thinking more Back to your emotional side. You could lay on a couch and just yeah, express yeah, yeah. your emotions to a Psychiatrist. So boys, we'll finish you. this
1: up with, uh, what are your thoughts on my movie setup?
2: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming from, from some dorm college situations, which are uh, very uh, shaky, small. shaky, to say the least. Shaky, shaky the least. smelly.
1: I believe, uh, I believe the diagonal on my screen is 20 feet. That's yeah. what I think, I think it is. 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's 20 foot It's screen. awesome. So Although we, I we do have to it.
0: say that when you first hooked it up and the, uh, and I forget what, it might've been Snatch Night. <laughs> Tyler immediately is like, what is that string thing? every mm. single time you have to go get that uh, it's a spider web, web. Yeah, a every time we turn web. on
1: we don't see it unless we turn on the projector so I'll yeah. have to actually yeah. Tyler's very tall so I'll get I get a ladder I'll have Tyler knock that out after this so there you've been drafted to clean up spider webs awesome yes
0: great so uh, thank you guys for coming out and yeah. hanging out and being on the cast with us. Uh, you guys came to San Diego in one of the rainiest vacation weeks ever <laughs> which stinks yeah. but still not a bad place to visit
2: not at all i yeah. mean for us it was you guys kept saying oh the weather here is horrible we're like <laughs> this is exactly what it looks like in Chicago, except yeah. 20 degrees warmer. So we're pretty <laughs> pumped about it. The worst
1: day of weather in San Diego still pretty good. There's, oh, there's it's better than Chicago. Days. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. way better. Yeah. All right, eh? take us out of this.
0: Uh, okay. Um, I should have been prepared for this.
1: And uh, since, obviously, since you guys are on this, Nanny and Papa are going, which is my parents, are going to listen to this. Uh, so, <laughs> Mom... For all the cursing in this in front of your grandchildren, it's really Caden's fault. Yes. And, and, and to be fair, this
0: is being recorded.
1: Uh, going it's into Mother's Day. Yeah, Mother's it's, Day. Yeah,
0: right. right is a Mother's, going up on Mother's Day. Day? So it's a Mother's Day gift oh. for your sister in law and May. your mother.
1: Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day to Zippy, your yeah. mom. Happy uh, you, Would you like to wish your mother happy a, Mother's Day, Mom?
2: I yes. love you. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Sigler. Yes. She's the great. She's a great one. She's
1: awesome. She's awesome. You better wish your your nanny oh, oh, yeah. happy Mother's Day, Nanny. Yeah?
2: Well. Nanny, we miss you. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. We'll see you in a couple days.
1: <laughs> happy Mother's Day, see, Mom. We're all in touch with our emotions. That's right. All right, there and you I go. And I think
0: that's it for that's episode it. 19 of Story Smack. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you come back to see us again and let us know in the comments what movie, TV show, book, or other story you'd like us to talk about. Email any ideas you have to info at empty set. And next week, I'm not really sure what we're doing, but I'm know. sure it'll be awesome. I'm sure it'll include shaky cam, probably. <laughs> it'll
1: include bitching about shaky cam. It's,
0: it will absolutely I'm going to have to get
1: that. a tattoo on my butt that says, forget shaky cam.
0: <laughs> you can find Scott and I both online. Scott is at Scott Sigler on Twitter and Instagram, and his Facebook page is face- uh, facebook.com slash Scott Sigler. I am at a real girl on Twitter and at a.real.girl on Instagram. You can find this show online at scottsigler.com slash storiesmack. Like I said, we'd love to see your comments there. You can always find Scott on iTunes. Search for Scott Sigler audiobooks and subscribe. You'll get a free audiobook every Sunday and or audiobook episode every yep. Sunday, and you'll get a big hit of Smack every Friday. So until next week, we will talk to you all real, real soon. soon.